I'm Jenny Thomas. And I'm her friend, Ellie David. We decided to create a podcast that embodies what you would talk about with your closest friends. So sit back and relax and put your headphones in. Because you're listening to the Honestly Unfiltered podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Honestly Unfiltered podcast. Ellie, how are you? How was your Christmas? My Christmas was really, really great. Really great. Um, how I am is, is a whole nother topic, but um, how was your Christmas? I hear you. <laughs> Same. It was good. It was, you know, I'm glad. It's been nice to have some time off more than a couple oh, yeah. of days. I haven't had more than two, like a long weekend off in probably two, three years. So it's been nice, but good. I did too much. I'm doing too much, mm-hmm. you know. I'm ready to wheel myself into the OR for that hip replacement. Oh, Jesus. I bet you are. Did you get yeah. anything special for Christmas? Actually, my gift apparently did not arrive in time, so I still haven't gotten it from from Justin anyway. Yeah. Um. So I have a sneaky suspicion of what it is, but I could be wrong, so I don't know. What do you think say. it is? I think it's a laptop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a laptop. <laughs> Because I know the second I mentioned it to him, you know, that's his favorite thing to buy oh, yeah. is electronics. So he's like, I'm sure he was like, yes, I get permission to buy something electronic. But um, <laughs> I didn't get here yet. So, um, but yeah, I got, no, the kids got me some um, pajamas that I wanted. And, you know, I'm so easy to please. Oh, I you, really are, you really are. You're e- very easy to buy for. I love everything. It's just like, I'm so. I really love everything like and it's funny because um like even my secret Santa thing at work Mm -hmm. you know I put because they said well write a few things you like and I'm like Harry Potter Taylor Swift (laughs) candles socks like I mean and and yeah I just it's very hard to displease me when giving me a gift so you know yeah they they did a good job everybody seemed happy what about you same and I was gonna say um when I buy for you for your birthday and stuff, or if I'm picking up something, it's not a matter of what do I get you? It's what not to get you because there's so many things I want to choose from. But with (laughs) Maria, it's like, oh my God, what do I get her? Like, you know, she's so hard to buy for. And and Wyatt, my husband, he's hard to buy for. And, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so no, um, actually, you know, I feel like you're hard to buy for, for me. See, that's what Wyatt says. Which I still have your birthday present here, by the way. (laughs) You already gave me my birthday present. Like, I feel like, okay, like Maria is hard to buy for, but that's why I always go the ironic route. (laughs) That's why why I give her those kinds of gifts. Right. Because I'm never going to nail it. And and she's the one that will be like, no, you missed. (laughs) I don't like it. You know? So I, I do the funny stuff, you know, like, you know, her and I with our squirrels, mm-hmm. you know, so I'll do something with that, you know, so I do those kinds of gifts. Yeah. Um, and they're normally a, a good, and I like, I like to make her laugh and laugh at herself. So that's a good thing. But you, I I have a hard time really? with you. I'm like, cause I don't, you're a little bougie with your style. <laughs> yeah. And I want to do you proud. So <laughs> I normally, what I try to do with you is like, okay, I'm going to get her something in a realm that she could totally exchange it <laughs> for something else. I just need to get to the price point to where, you know, she could exchange it for something else similar if she's not into <laughs> this thing. But you see where I'm going with this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're kind of like my sister Nikki in that way. You guys have a lot of, you know, you're, you got, you're stylish, you yeah. know, you, I'm not. Oh, yes, <laughs> so, you are. You are. Like, you I mean, I, I have some things that I'm into, but yeah, you know, I want to, like I said, I want to do something like cute and creative and yeah. No, I always like stuff. what, I always love with you, what you get me. It's funny that you say that because you always nail it. Good. Yeah. I feel like you always put a thought, a lot of thought into it. I really do. Yeah. I really do. I, I don't mess around. Now, Justin, like you were saying, our husbands, mm. which, what did you end up getting Wyatt? That's a good question. Oh, um, okay. Story. And you're going to laugh at this. So <laughs> I got him this, 
he he constantly plays Call of Duty on his phone. So I got him this okay. thing called Backbone, and it's a controller, and your phone slides into it. So that way you can use the controller while you're playing. Oh. It, like, mimics a PlayStation or Xbox controller. Cool. Although he hasn't used it yet, so I don't think that was a big <laughs> hit. He thought it was cool, but the problem is you have to take your case off your phone to use oh. it. And he has an OtterBox, and I don't, so I don't know if that's ever going to get used. So, we'll, But we'll um. see. And... I got. I picked him up a Tommy Bahama shirt from. I saw it one in TJ Maxx, and um, I bought him. He likes the underwear from Duluth Trading Company, and they have the this type called the Armachillo, and Ooh. it keeps the boys cool. He there, but they're like twenty five dollars a pair. Dang. Yeah, and he hasn't gotten any in a while. Like it's been a couple of years, and I, I noticed. One, and these are things that I always forget about with him. But so I, w- I was folding his lawn, his on laundry one day a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, new underwear. So I ran in here and I happened to catch him on sale for like $18 a piece. So I got him like three pair and mm. I wrapped him up. And he, I swear to God that it, he was like, oh, my God, new underwear. And he was like <laughs> so excited. And I was like, oh, my God. Like I was bad on fortune on everything else and you love the underwear like he went and threw them in the washing machine right away to wash them so he could wear them and oh my god and now they have a they have because it's been a couple years and it's the new thing is the bullpen pouch and so they have like the little kangaroo pouch and today he's like i like this kangaroo pouch i'm like yeah it's supposed to keep the boys off your leg and from (laughs) sticking and everything and he's like yeah (laughs) so that sounds like something justin needs seriously i'll have to send you a link and apparently they have like a because he used to always use baby powder to keep everything Mm -hmm. from sticking and chafing and all that stuff and he like it used to like get a rash from the heat and since he's had these no doesn't need them at all doesn't need that at all Wow. Which it makes me feel Just better. They're so expensive. I know. You know? Yeah, it does. Um, but sometimes you can catch them on sale. Yeah, I'll have to look. Yeah, I'll or like buy. We, we, I think we bought like a couple pairs at a time and yeah, like add like, up to them. Yeah. You get one pair a month until you get your collection going. Like right <laughs> now they have the Christmas ones on sale for like a three pack of 35. But So if he doesn't mind wearing oh. Christmas ones all year, hey. I don't think he gives a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I could not think of what to get him, Justin. So last minute, I'm like, oh, a toaster. So he has been obsessed with our toaster. He hates it. Obsessed in a bad way. (laughs) He hates our fucking toaster. I don't know what it is, but I will tell you he has an obsession with English muffins with peanut butter and like a half a stick of butter as his like midnight snack. And so I guess there's some issue with him and this toaster everywhere we go. This (laughs) has been a couple years now. Cause I'm like, whatever, it's a toaster. It's fine. It's it works. I mean, what's the problem? Um, everywhere we go that there's any kind of like home goods or whatever. Is there a toaster? Do they have a toaster? I mean, it's just like this weird obsession so I'm like, okay, this will be kind of funny, but it is something he wants. So I ordered the toaster on Amazon <laughs> in enough time that it would get here Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve rolls around and I was supposed to go pick up my grandmother and bring mm-hmm. her to the house. And he comes in the room and he goes, hey, can you swing by Best Buy? I just got this toaster. Oh, no. It was the deal of the day. <laughs> <laughs> All these years that he's bitched about it. Right. Just now. This is when he finally actually does something about it when I've already ordered one. Oh, no. <laughs> so now we have two toasters. <laughs> <laughs> Send one with Georgia home. <laughs> to the yeah. Dorm. Yeah. I'm going to figure out somebody that needs a fucking toaster. But <laughs> yeah, that was our uh, big. Oh, shit. Okay. Never mind. Ashton, I mean, I actually did pretty well with that. They usually don't know what to get me either. And or they give it away or I know or I've tipped them off. And so mm-hmm. I pretty much know I was actually had no clue this year. And it like like you, like like Justin with yours, Ashton, I mean, why it was sweating it because he was like, I don't know if it's going to get here. I don't know if it's going to get here on time. It ended up getting here New Year's Eve and he sent it. But he had he always has my stuff sent to his dad's house so that. I can't figure out what it is. 
Oh, he okay. caught me. And I mentioned this once in passing. It, I was watching a live on like one of these collectible type sites that the, they do like the book signings and all that virtually. Rick Springfield has, now don't laugh, a 40th anniversary box set for Working Class Dog, his first real album. Okay. So he got me the box set. <gasps> cool. And it has um, the CD, an album. It has like a, a cool tour book in it. Like, oh, cool. Uh, and it has an autograph. Like, I have a million autographs, but, you know. But it's just something cool that I can get framed. So I was completely blown away and shocked. I had no idea. Because when I, when I told him, he was like, mm, whatever. Because it was like a hundred bucks. And okay. like never, we just never mentioned it again. And oh, I know. Good job. Yeah. Dang. That was a good one. Yeah. Ashton got me. Um, It's from Dry Bar. And it's, I haven't bought it because it was pretty expensive. But I made a comment to Wyatt one day that they were half off and it and the one I have sucks well it doesn't suck I just don't care for it as much the one of those hair dryer hair blower brushes you okay. know with the big round brush on it yeah yeah it's it literally saves me like probably half the time getting ready because I can just blow it out like that and it gives your hair body rather than blowing it out and then flat ironing it. And I prefer a little bit of body. I have so, always wanted to try one. To well, see. you can have my old one because your hair is longer. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. And um, so he got me that. Ashton got me that. It was, it was really cool. I was really happy. I think he got it like half off. So it was like, it was like 120 bucks half off. So it's normally like 250 bucks. And um, he bought, um, he bought, Wyatt and I, a new TV for our bedroom. Wow. I know. I was so, I was shocked. I mean, that was really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. The one we had was really old. Really? Yeah. It was like this TV, my brother and I had it when we had the e-cig store. And it was the TV we had hanging there. So it's like literally over, over, over 10 years old. Wow. And we, when we went to, you know, direct TV now or AT&T stream, whatever it's called these days, we bought the boxes. They were a hundred dollars a piece. We got one free and we bought one to go, you know, it was like an Android box. Well, the one in the bedroom was starting to go. Like every time we tried to turn on, it was a hassle. And one night, um, Ashton and I, a couple of weeks ago, we're in there watching TV because I didn't feel good. And I'm like, this damn box. I'm like, I just need to buy a new TV. Buy another. I just need to buy a new TV. I just need to buy a Roku TV because the TV's like on its way out. You have to the volume button, blah, 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 blah. And so needless to say, the next day he went, he went and bought us a TV for in there. Oh, cool. And really nice. Just, you know, the TCLs have the Roku in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a 4K, which is really nice too. But nice. now Wyatt will never leave the bedroom. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, we are the TV house. Yeah, I, mean, I know you are. Is, like obsessed he did just, with TVs. He did Justin proud. Justin would be oh. proud of him. <laughs> oh my God. But that's very generous of him. Yes, that's cool. Like, I thought you know. it was very sweet. Yeah. You know, that most, is. Yeah. It's always sweet when the kids are like, you know, they yes. are. They they want to do nice things for you and, you know, spend their money. Georgia and Abby. And Katie. I mean, God, yeah, you have good kids. Bless her heart. I mean, Katie do. is, well, yeah, we all do. We're, we, it's, it's a testament to us. They're really, they are yeah. sweet and, you know, empathetic and kind. And, you know, but Katie's been killing herself, you know, with the baby mm-hmm. and delivering pizza to make money, which she's making really good money. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, dang, I'm yeah. about to switch professions. No but, shit. um, yeah. So, <laughs> But she did. She even got stuff for her sister. All three Aww. of the girls got stuff for each other. You know, they got stuff for us. You know, it's just, it's always sweet, yeah, you know, it and, it's, and it's a new era. It's like mm-hmm. you're, you're getting into the phase where they're becoming adults. And, you know, mm-hmm. we went way too hard as per huge with the gift giving for the kids. Oh, I did. And it just, I love that listen, I want to buy my thing, my kids things. I want to give them everything, 
but it's like we just put so much pressure on ourselves every year. Mm-hmm. And Justin is the worst. I mean, he's the <laughs> worst. And one of the things that we did was when Georgia, I, I'm sure I mentioned it to you at some point, but she was supposed to go to Massachusetts. Georgia? In this, yeah, with her college roommate, because that's where she's from. Mm. And they had gotten like, they were like fast friends. And then something happened. I don't know what. And I don't believe it was on Georgia's end. Mm. Um, but it just fell apart. Mm. Like they they aren't really that friendly anymore. And they're they still, still roommates? okay. Yeah, they're still roommates, but they just lost the closeness or whatever. And, you know, Georgia still doesn't know what happened. But anyway, before that happened, she was super excited about this. The girl had invited her to come there. So we purchased a plane ticket hmm. as one of her Christmas presents. Shit. And then it was falling apart and Georgia was very stressed. And I'm like, look, this is enough. Like, you don't need to go. Right. Obviously, this girl needs to go home. Mm. Maybe she's just homesick, you know, needs to be with her people, you know, just bow out gracefully and tell her, look, go home, do your thing, and then we'll have a credit and you can use it to go do something else. Yeah. So that was one of her Christmas presents, though. Yeah. That's a big Christmas present. Oh, yeah. It's expensive to go there. Yeah. And it was like 600 bucks. So oh, wow. the whole time I'm like shopping and trying to get everybody else done, Justin's worried about, is Georgia going to have enough to open on Christmas? <laughs> like, dude, she is in college. It's not like we're dealing with right. a toddler that doesn't understand, you know, money. <laughs> you know, so he was just like in a total panic. <laughs> and he kept saying, never again. We're never buying Christmas presents early like that. And say, I'm like, oh my God, you're insane. So anyway, but you know, yeah, we, we definitely, and the Taylor Swift tickets mm-hmm. that I did secure yeah. were, you Part know, of one it. of their, yeah, for sure. So, you know, it's just every year it's it, it, like, we went way too hard. And of course the baby, you know, oh, of course, first Christmas, first Christmas. You know, yes. What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't think I went too crazy with that. No. No, now, when when she gets older and knows what Christmas is, you will. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a total different animal. I went a little crazy with the clothes I ordered, but in my defense, <laughs> they were on sale. Car- yeah, Carter's had a sale like a couple weeks ago that started, and it, I mean, it was just too good to be true. I mean, I I was like. And she needs clothes. She's growing. So it was kind of like a present for her and for them, you know, because it's like, let me buy these clothes so you don't have to worry about it. And yeah, it was like a box, (laughs) quite large, (laughs) that went on for a minute. (laughs) She's like (laughs) taking the outfits out. She's like, mom, oh my God. Like, I was like, Justin's probably like shooting you the dagger. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't even dare touch the stuff with the baby. He's like, I'm not even going to waste my breath. Yeah. My dad was here though. My dad's like, Jesus Christ. You know, <laughs> I'm like, listen, my sister did defend me. She's like, dad, that is her first grandchild. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, in my defense, I did get different sizes. Okay. okay so, so there, I, yeah. I was nice. trying to, you know, whatever, but it was, yeah, whatever. I, I stand by my choice. Stand by hey, my. it's your first grandbaby. <laughs> I would too. But as far as like toys, we only got a few things. Yeah. Um, But, you know, of course, my mom did stuff and they did stuff and her other grandma did stuff. And, you know, her aunties did stuff. I mean, come on. It's like this kid's going to be pretty spoiled. But, you know, we had um, my other sisters um, to, well, her son and her stepson. They did come on Christmas Eve. So that was fun. We got to like you know, give them presents and spend time with them. And, you know, but it was a, it was a blessing that they came, you know, and that we could just spend time together. Yeah. And my mom um, and my stepdad came. Mm-hmm. And wow. My mom, everybody there. Yep. And my grandma, I went and picked her up. So this was all Christmas Eve. Okay. And so we basically did like my family Christmas Eve sort of, and then my husband's family Christmas day. Um, but my mom hadn't seen my grandma in person in almost three years. Oh my God. Yeah. So they got to spend time together. Grandma did really good. Nanny. Oh yeah. She behaved. Yeah. (laughs) She did really good. You know, she was cracking jokes and, you know, 
like the, everybody really enjoyed seeing her and she, you know, it was good for her. So yeah, it, it was good, but you know, and then Sunday, Christmas day. Yeah. We had, you know, my husband's family here and my sister and my dad came back. Um, but yeah, today I was like, the hell was I thinking saying I'd work on Monday? Like, a yeah, dumbass. I was, well, I was surprised <laughs> when you said you left work. I was like, oh, damn, she's brave soul. Like what? <laughs> Either money's tight I, or she was masochist. No, that I, day. I think I felt bad because <laughs> like, I'm thinking, okay, I don't have to work at all Christmas weekend. All these people that do have to work, let me, you know, mm. kind of help out or whatever. But yeah, it was dumbass move. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live another day. If I would have had to go to work today, boy, mm-mm. they would have had to carry me there. So now did you go to, you said you went to Wyatt's family mm-hmm. house, right? Yeah, we went to his sister's house because I just, I usually do Christmas for them. We always, when my, when my family was here, we would always do Christmas Eve with my family and then Christmas Day with Wyatt's. And then because my brother's wife's family always did a big Christmas Day. So it worked out, you know, and... But we, um, the three of us, we opened presents on Christmas Eve night because Ashton had to work Christmas morning. He had to be there at um, nine. So he okay. was worried that he wouldn't get up in time and be able to open his presents and then <laughs> make it to work on time. So he, I could see he was stressing about it. So we said, let's, hey, let's just do it tonight if you want to. So that's, that's yeah. what we did. And then, yeah, we, around one o'clock, we... <laughs> Wyatt pulled, um, Wyatt told me we had to be there at one o'clock. And so I'm <laughs> running around the house, rushing, and uh, we get to his sister's house at one forty-five, And I go, your brother's not here yet. And he looks, he goes, yeah, well, it's one forty-five. you know. She said two o'clock, so, and I looked at him, oh. I go, I go, you, Maria, and Ellie's me. <laughs> He said, yep, I sure did. Yep. And we're 15 minutes early. <laughs> Listen, sometimes <laughs> we, we gotta, we, we can't, we cannot be playing around. Yeah. <laughs> nope. If it's very important, mm-hmm. things must be done. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. So we went there for a couple of hours and then came home and we watched the game last night. So yeah, it was a good day. Yeah, we, I fa- we got to FaceTime with my brother and his wife, which was nice. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. He um, called and he's like, normally we'll just send a text on Christmas to each other. And you know, talk prior to. And he was like, hey, he's like, oh, oh, you're in the car. He's like, I was hoping we'd FaceTime. And I was like, oh, well, but we're on our way home. So when I got home, we, you know, we FaceTimed and. Wow. That was nice. It was nice okay. to see their faces. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, so it was good. I'm sure it's been a long time since you've seen either one of them, right? Have you even FaceTimed your brother? No, we talk on the phone, you know, but no, I haven't seen his face in a year, over a year. Yeah, that's hard, you know, and really with the technology, you should be doing that more. Yeah, and I don't know why we don't. I really don't. Um, But, you know, I guess just life gets in the way. He did say that she's, you know, his wife is, you know, she's been very scared about COVID. So she's finally, and I think really it do, what it does to a lot of people is you get into this rhythm of just not seeing anybody. And then you get, you know, mm-hmm. you get, I get, I could understand that because working from home certain days of the week, you know, Friday and Monday by Tuesday, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go out. Like I can come home on Thursday mm-hmm. afternoon and I won't leave the house till Tuesday morning. It's yeah. So, you know, so hopefully in the next few months or something, we can go visit. Now, does she work? Mm-hmm. She works for, um. The University of North, you know, University of North Carolina. So she works remotely a lot, but she does go into the office. So it's, um, okay. yeah. So, so she hasn't really had to leave. Right. But he, yeah, he, listen. yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, no, it was, it's, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, 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 it's, no, no, it's, mine's nothing. Well, no, I was just going to say like, you know, that's what's happened with my mom mm-hmm. and, you know, it's frustrating. There's times where I've been hurt by an angry you know, frustrated, she's missed important things, you know, whatever. But I do have empathy for it, you know, and especially recently with my panic attacks getting worse and anxiety and stuff, you know, it's scary, you know, and it it doesn't make sense to other people. Yeah. You know, and, and I, that part of it, I understand, 
you know, I might not understand your thing and what's, what's scaring you and what's, you know, causing you to be recluse like that, but I can definitely understand that feeling mm -hmm. and, and the feeling that other people are like, what is, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, just, you know, snap out of it, you know? And it's like, well, I wish I could, but yeah. I can't, you know, like, I don't know what to tell you. So I understand that part. Yeah. No, it was cute. Cause I said to um, my brother, I haven't seen him and you know, he's got this, he's got his beards a little longer. And he's got this like real barbered haircut, like the clean lines and the fade up and everything. Uh, and even yeah. Ashton said, look at his hair. I like it. And I said, I like your hair. And he goes, yeah, we call this the white supremacist haircut. Because you know, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like, he, I, go, I go, well, you look like one of those guys that would be like in the Monster Jam show, you know, with the motorcycles, <laughs> the bikes and, you know, like Richard Rollins, gas monkey type look. And he's oh, like, shit. Yeah. So he's, he's like, as we call this the white supremacist haircut. Oh, shit. <laughs> with the beard, you know. <laughs> I'm picturing it now yeah, in my head. Yeah. <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah, he, is. he is. Both of you have such a good sense of humor. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm yeah. glad you guys talked. <laughs> so you want to get into our um Yes. Well, really yours, but I guess it's ours because it it's the podcast. So yeah. our TikTok fame <laughs> all of a sudden. Holy crap. I am you know, I know we get stuff every now and then that like blows up right but like my phone has literally been going off all weekend long and so like right now i just checked it i have 45 new alerts on tiktok wow and the first video i you know well it's not really a video but it's our audio with a picture of our clips from our prince harry and megan podcast that we did last week the mm -hmm. first one has 7,500 views. Okay, 7,500 views, 568 likes, 70 comments, one share, and 17 bookmarks. I've picked up like 150 new followers. The second wow. video, 12,400 views, 973 likes, 216 comments, 51 bookmarks. Wow. The third one has 17,600 views, 1,185 likes, and 45, oh no, 178 comments and 45 bookmarks. Wow. And then I posted one more was like an answer to like people kept saying Megan's a narcissist mm -hmm. and TikTok has this feature now where you can answer the question and it puts the caption up. And okay. so I saw, I happened to see a video of this doctor. So she was a psychologist and she was, you know, explaining what a narcissist is and what the feet, you know, what the, what the, you know, qualities. Like what qualifies you. Yeah. yeah. And she read them all and she said, Megan's not a narcissist. She's been traumatized. She is suffering from trauma. And, you know, yeah. so I posted that that's got like a thousand views and 57 likes and, eight comments and three bookmarks. I mean, it's, it's just been amazing to me, but that is, yeah. But as we know, um, which is even more shocking to me is the people either love or hate them. Oh yeah. There's like no gray area. No. And it's like vile hate. It is like mm -hmm. they say the people say the nastiest things about them yeah. and I can't get over it. It's, I mean, and, and I will say what I love about the people that love them, that they love us. And like, I don't right. even have to, I mean, there were a couple of times I did, you know, com, you know, comment back and respond. forth, respond yeah. in some sort of not nasty, but really kind of quippy, you know, response. But the people that, like would come to our defense especially when people were really nasty like you two bitches are stupid i mean ah. first of all those people i blocked and deleted their shit but yeah. you know people were like don't you call those girls that da, 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 da. you know like oh. you mean troll you need to go like like they'll say things nasty back which is not yeah it's not right or wrong i mean it's not you know two wrongs don't make it right but i was like holy crap like seriously i mean it's it's just i mean amazing to me 
And, you know, it, it just goes to show you, like, how many people will troll them. It's Well, this is something I'd like to point out, too, that I don't think we really touched on. But the thing that's happening with Meghan and Harry that I think a lot of us Americans don't quite understand the way you can understand it better. And, you know, yeah, we try not to be political. Mm -mm. Um, There's plenty of issues that unfortunately, I mean, there's social issues, but they're politicized. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, we understand that as Americans, we understand Mm -hmm. how that happens and what that means. Well, Harry and Megan, you're basically, it's like a Trump. It's like, it's like MAGA versus everybody else. Okay. That's me. Megan and Harry, it's not just like a celeb thing. This is politics to a lot of people from the UK. You know, even yes. though they are not politicians and the royal family is not in charge of anything, Mm-mm. but they are very, they have a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. And if you notice the people that claim to be, they call themselves um, monarch monarchists and Um, royalists and you know things like that they're very likened to the right side that we have in america they have a right and left in the uk Mm -hmm. and those people that tend to side with the royal family and the institution are much more to the right Mm -hmm. versus the left and then if you look at the issues that they've faced look at race Mm -hmm. it's very similar to our left and right views here in America. So I think what happens is when, when we're talking about the Royals at all, I mean, you, you really are sparking this flame, you know, of divisiveness that they're dealing with. And, you know, my mother-in-law is trying to finish watching the document documentary and docuseries, whatever. And she said, you know, what really caught her and it, it did us too. And I don't know if we mentioned it, but, you know, the, the England's role with slavery Mm -hmm. started way before us Mm -hmm. and it went on until not that long ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's all these like big, hot topic, hot, big, you know, hot button issues that are there. And I think a lot of the people that are so protective of, you know, the Royal family and honoring them and respecting them and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's kind of too, they don't, they don't like people telling the truth. No. You know? And it's like, look, we've both said, I think we could, we could still love the Royals. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, that's not changing for me anyway. Right. I don't think for you and still call a spade a spade. I mean, it is what it is. Right. I mean, even the queen herself had to address this stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And did over the years, you know, so, but that's, yeah, I mean, that is what we're dealing with. It's, it's very, very divisive. And I think the Americans, the other part to it too, is there's so many Americans that get pissed that we like the Royals. Right. So if you like the Royals, you're like, fuck you, you don't love America. You know, it's like, whoa, no, I'm just a fan of history. <laughs> like, it's it's just fascinating like it is we, it's fascinating to me pop and circumstance always has been fascinating yeah to me. it's crazy i'm like we don't have we're such a young country we mm-hmm. don't have that kind of history you know it's like th- this is fascinating to me i don't know but people spin it to be something else and they can be cruel and vile and just yeah mean 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 yeah and the biggest a lot of them I I saw a lot of comments that said you Americans need to like basically shut the fuck up and you don't know what goes on here. My you worry about what's going on in your dysfunctional backyard or something like that. It's well, we like do. yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, like okay, no, we don't live in England, but we see it. We see what's going on. We can discern what's right and wrong just like we can hear. I mean, yeah, we have a. Dis- First of all, he married an American, right? So we're just as we're invested. invested now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, and I'll be the first one to admit. I had told you before I watched the docu series. I was kind of over Meghan Markle. I was like, eh, her podcast, her voice. You know, she's really dragging this out. 
and me too all of that and i was like starting to lean towards him maybe there was a reason why because it makes you the the stuff that the royals were leaking to the press to throw her under the bus to take the light off of andrew and william's affair Mm -hmm. were like quite you question it oh my god what did did she do those things did those things happen but then after watching this i was like wow no, I feel bad. For, I truly feel bad for that girl. She was victimized mm-hmm. because of race. She was, they were, you know, she's being blamed for taking Harry away. All of the things, you know, she couldn't, mm-hmm. she couldn't do anything right. No, no. And, and, and like we said, bottom line is they stole the show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. You know? And they're shinier and they're more interesting and everybody fell in love with them. And it was like Diana all over again, you know, and it is what it is. I mean, that's our opinion anyway, mm-hmm. you know, and no, no one really knows a thousand percent what is happening behind closed doors, Mm-mm. what conversations are happening. But there was a lot revealed, in yeah. my opinion, in that docuseries. And yeah, I mean, they could have done worse. Was, oh, yeah. And she has been traumatized and so is Harry, you know, and for all of you that are so hung up on Megan, you know, you, you claim to love these men now, you know, William and Harry, especially the Royal, I'm speaking to the Royalists and Mm -hmm. the people that are, you're traumatizing him all over again. Yeah. How could you have said that your heart broke for his loss of his mother and, you know, all these things that you claim to care about, but you're re-traumatizing him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my opinion. Shame on you. You're yeah. not. You're not a royalist. Mm-mm. You're an asshole. You know, <laughs> and you're a bigot. And I'm going to call a spade a spade. You know, yeah. and whatever. You know, it's like I. I just it breaks my because it did. It broke my heart for her, obviously. Yeah. But for him as well, because those of us that really did fall in love with those boys even more because Mm -hmm. not because but we started to feel like protective Mm -hmm. i think and it we were invested because they had had this horrific loss and it was we all had we all felt that loss and it was like we just wanted them to grow up and be happy and be okay Mm -hmm. and it's like they won't let him you know no and there's, there's just no reason for it it has no there's no reason that they could give nothing that Mm -hmm. would excuse this behavior. So and I'm with you. I I was getting kind of, I felt guilty after watching it because I'm like, dang, yeah, I was really buying into some of that shit. And you know, I'm I'm so glad they did it. I am too. And you know what? People will say, well, why? Okay. Well, they, they left, they left fine. This is, this is what I got a lot of. Okay. They left, but why do they have to drag the Royal family through the mud? Well, they were dragged through the mud. They were dragged. They were, they were ostracized by the press. You know, they were fed. The press was fed stories to take the light off of. I read an article the other day that mainly this, a lot of this started when they got back from Australia because of the jealousy. But it also the, the Prince Andrew, Mike Epstein stuff, that all came to light about that time. So mm-hmm. they wanted the direction off of Prince Andrew. And that's when they started feeding that, you know, Megan stuff, because then basically yep. the press wouldn't report on that. They would report on Megan and Harry. And another one was William apparently um, had an affair with this girl that was friends with Kate, Princess, you know, mm-hmm. Catherine for years and years and years and the press was going to report on it and they were fed more stuff about andrew and megan like they were the fall guys they were the yeah the, the her and, and their family mm-hmm. you know um megan's family mm-hmm. you know they use that to, yeah that's the thing it's like why shouldn't first of all it's their story yeah they have every right to defend themselves mm-hmm. and, and all of that but why should they defend the family there's right. been no defense of them. No. At any time, uh-huh. they could have stopped it. They could they have. Could have. They could have said enough. Harry practically begged them. Yeah. 
And and maybe they wouldn't have been able to stop all of it, but they could have at least declared their feelings as we are not okay with this. Right. And there's going to be consequences. Yeah. If this doesn't stop. And at least he would have felt, both of them would have felt like they had their back. But, you know, there was none of that, you know, period. There was none of it. And, I, yeah. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, I saw a video on the internet and I think I sent it to you of William was out on the property on one of the property on one of his homes with his family. They were riding bikes. It it was like a winter, it was like a winter month because they were where he was wearing a heavy jacket, like a puffy jacket. And a reporter was in the bushes taking pictures and William saw him and William went ballistic. You could see the trauma and you could hear the trauma in his voice, how upset he was screaming at this photographer, you're, you're invading our privacy. W- what are you doing? This mm-hmm. is my family. Blah, 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 you know, going on and on and on and, you know, calling security to come down. So William is traumatized as well about yeah. with paparazzi and what happened to his mother. Yeah, he has to hold himself a different way because this is his inheritance and he's going to be king. But it traumatizes Harry as well. I mean, they both saw what the press did to their mother and ultimately killed her being hunted. So I don't know. Listen, yeah, we're going to keep talking about it. You can comment. You can not, you can just remember people turn off the comments at any time. (laughs) And a majority of them, I would have to say 98% of the comments were, that's a great view. Thank you for posting this. That's awesome. This is, Never thought of it that way. You know, and of course, you know, the trolls that are coming in and and the people that will jump to our defense are like, thank you. Thank you for commenting that because now you just boosted this to go into more people's feeds because, you know, the more more comments and stuff, the more it gets goes to the FYP pages. So, yeah. Thank you for your contribution. Yes. Yeah. It's, you know, it's one of those things that, yeah, I mean, anything you say. Anything you say, anything we talk about, it could be debated, you know, nine ways to Sunday. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, you don't get, just so everybody understands, you don't get onto a platform like this and decide to become a podcaster if you're scared to tell people what you think. No. Mm-mm. This is definitely not a fear. Mm-mm. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> You know, but I think it's so just cool. Yeah. And yeah, you're going to have to teach me so I can. I will. So I can. Definitely. You know what I, and I would love, Yeah, I really think we should put some older stuff on. Yeah. You know, like we really just need to fill it up. Like, yeah. You know, just put everything out there and see what, what bites. What sticks. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I did want to point, I just wanted to talk about, cause it was, Literally, like, I was laughing to myself as I would send you stuff with the Nick Vile stuff. <laughs> I was like, that motherfucker. I cannot. <laughs> now, granted, let me preface this with, I like Nick Vile. <laughs> well, I love Nick. Yeah. And Jenny loves Nick. But, and and I listened to his podcast and, you know, stuff like that. But he started doing the royal stuff right after we dropped that episode. Not that I think we're anywhere near his stratosphere, no, uh-uh. but it just was funny. And I start sending Jenny stuff and I'm like, oh, this bastard is, this is our shit. What is he doing? It's our one corner of the world. Yes. <laughs> Stick to your bachelor shit and shut up. <laughs> Unless you have Harry and Megan on, go away. leave something for the rest of us yeah (laughs) Nick Kyle we're listening to you we're watching you (laughs) I just thought it was funny (laughs) that was funny that was really yeah I was like son of a bitch (laughs) well in his take did you listen to any of it Mm -hmm. his take wasn't like ours you know he was a little more critical yeah yeah not not cruel or mean or anything just well, listen, I can, you know, I can critique certain things as well. And, that, you know, there were times where in the the documentary, whatever it is, that I felt like 
you know, Megan has two voices, you know, when she's really speaking and then when she's telling a story, she puts on this fake voice, which is the voice she uses for her podcast, which, which is what turned me off. So I she think, is an actress. Yeah, she's an actress. I mean, I mean she can turn on and turn off. So there, there were parts of it that I was like, oh, come on, you're acting now. The vo- You got the voice going. Please stop. Just be real. Like cheesy. Yeah. yeah. So but I also think being in that role of the royals, you have to you kind of it, it's like a. A character, yeah. That you, yeah, you turn it on and turn it off. So, the only thing, my biggest critique was the H and M thing, calling each other. Yeah, like what's that? Yeah, like what's that about? I'm like, okay, that's different. Yeah, (laughs) and her mom even calls her that. Yeah, like I don't know, but I wondered if they had to kind of adapt, like adopt that for a reason, like initially. Like maybe it had something to do with the way they were communicating so mm. no one would figure out who it was. Right, maybe. And then it just kind of stuck. Could be. Yeah. You know. Um, but that was a little, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't even know the word for Over it. Over the but, top. You know. Yeah. But, you know, it just awkward or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the sympathy. I got sympathy embarrassment every time they said it. Yeah. I was like, oh, H. I mean, M is kind of cute because it's just M, you know, but. Like Emma or Emma? I don't know, but like, it, it was just like weird. even to call him Has because like his nickname, I guess on Instagram way before they met was Prince Has. Like so, no one would know. Which who. I didn't know before this. Me either. I didn't either. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Because when I heard it, I was like, "Huh? <laughs> yeah." Who? I had no idea. Like apparently she did too, because she was like, "Who?" <laughs> yeah. No, but that that's kind of cute. Like Has, but anyway. So that was yeah, and I'm with you. Yeah, there's things I can critique. It's not like. Listen, mm-hmm. we're not saying they're perfect. We're not no. saying no, no individual is, you know, and this, this was aimed more at the media. Right. And that's where my focus is, you know, it's like. hundred percent. Very similar to issues that we are dealing with here in the States, mm-hmm. you know, and there's these media outlets that, you know, they're not journalists, Mm-mm. but they present themselves as journalists mm-hmm. and it's false mm-hmm. and their opinion, their opinion shows, but people don't understand that. And they take their, their words as facts and, you know, certain outlets who shall remain nameless, <laughs> um, you know, they perpetuate it and they peddle it in a way they are trying to trick people mm-hmm. And to believing that what they're spewing out is fact. And the same thing is happening in the UK. And I think it's like more, I think that our two countries are probably, I don't, I could be wrong about this, but I don't really hear it happening in a a lot of other countries Mm -mm. other than like communist countries where it's like just propaganda, Mm -hmm. you know, like state TV and things like that. But I think the UK and America have a lot in common when it comes to that. And I think it is like just the close parallels that we have, you know, with our governments and with their politics and with, you know, our social, you know, ideas and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, and I do, I will tell you, and not to, you know, put a blame on Facebook like everybody else does, but there are a lot of times I'll, see these videos will come up in my feed on Facebook and it's about different celebrities and the Royals is a main one that they certain there's so I guess there's a lot of these like little Facebook pages that have weird kind of names and they make a video and I, I forget what there's one big one I can't even think of what it is what the name of it is right now but but they'll tell a story of a certain actress person with music and just you just see words and you're reading it watching pictures uh-huh and it is a complete fabrication of what what actually happened and i didn't realize it until i saw one believe it or not on scott disick and huh. about how it and it was about how it it said that he was only with Courtney for her money and to get famous and all of this other bullshit. And I was like, and, and, and like, which is like, okay. Yeah. And, and it, that's it, why he didn't marry her. He could have married her. Right. 
for you, you know. I and mean, was, there's obvious yeah, things. It was obvious, but it was blatant lies, and, and I knew there were blatant lies in certain instances because from watching the show. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's not even a, a fact at all. Like, these are just these videos. And if you read the comments, it's people saying that this is not true. This is, and there was one on John Travolta and Kelly Preston that was complete garbage. And yeah. I was like, this is just why these these should be taken down. This shouldn't be allowed. And I think that people that don't know any better believe the stuff that mm-hmm. they're seeing. So they're getting false information. My mother is the biggest one. She'll tell me like when she was arguing with me about politics and I'm like, where are you getting your information? Facebook. I see the videos. <laughs> Okay, Diane. I I rest my case. All right, Diane. Well, and that's the thing, you know, it changed. We, you know, everything got opened up with the 2016 election Mm -hmm. and we started to take a really hard look at social media and it's a fucking hellscape, you know, and they, they are private entities, you know, they don't have to follow Mm -mm. the first amendment. They don't have to follow. They can make their own rules. Yeah. But, and, you know, I'm a big, big supporter of free speech. However, you know, there has got to be something that can happen. Yeah. It's like, we have to figure out, you know, and, you know, suppose allegedly Mark Zuckerberg has, has been working on this and, you know, Facebook is trying to, you know, put things in place to, you know, get rid of some of that stuff where it's like, no, you can't just post this stuff willy nilly, but it's there, you know, Facebook is horrible and Twitter, you know, it's like Twitter is the same way. And right now more than ever, you know, it's just incomplete. I mean, people are leaving in droves. They're like, this is insanity and it's been insanity, but I guess it's worse. I've never been on Twitter. Like, so I don't know, but I've heard, I hear things, but yeah, I mean, it's just terrible. Facebook, too, has just gotten so weird. It, it feels like one big advertisement. It really is. It really is At this nowadays. Point. Yeah, I. it's hard to, like, I've been setting up my, um, my accounting business and my tax, so, like, my tax software and just basically my tax business for the coming year. And all I get now in my Facebook feed are, all these companies that want to sell you advertising for, you know, to get tax clients and accounting clients. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please stop. I just, you know, I yeah. don't even see my friends and family stuff anymore. So I just, I'll like see a bunch of the ads and I'm like, oh, enough. And I just get yeah. out of it. I barely, I check into it every day, like just for a couple of minutes. And I'm like, ugh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I don't even push our Facebook page because there's no yeah. point, you know? Yeah. I mean, the only reason I was doing it was, you know, a lot of my friends and family really were like into it Mm -hmm. and like, but you know, we can't like, we can't do like originally we were able to, to post it and they could actually go to a link from Facebook, Mm -hmm. but now they can't. No, they took a, they, Facebook got rid of that feature. Right. So, and they can, the episode automatically posts to Facebook from our website when it uploads. So they would they, now they can just click on it and go to somewhere else. They can go to our website and watch and listen to it. Right, right. So, but anyway, yeah, it's just it's bullshit. People, you gotta you gotta do your homework. You I do. mean, I I Google. I mean, at least Google. I mean, something. You know, if you see something, Google it. Nine times out of ten, when I see something I and too. I Google it, I will have literally within a few minutes of just going through a few reputable you know, what I feel is reputable, but that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, you can't buy into, there's just absolutely nothing out there that's telling me the truth. Because if you do, then yeah, you're going to fall for anything. I don't don't know what to tell you, but you know, go through a few reputable articles, you know, and just, you know, is this true? Is there any, nine times out of 10 within five minutes, I know whether it's a bunch of bullshit or Mm -hmm. there's some truth to it. You know, and it's like, yeah, no, don't just buy it because it's, you know, they're on Facebook. It's like, it's like one big star or magazine or the Inquirer on Facebook nowadays. You yeah. know, all the gossip. Somebody posted in our comments on one of the TikToks that 
Meghan and Harry are in big trouble. Netflix found out their lies in the documentary and they're investigating them. And if they find out they're true, they're not going to get paid for the for the series. And I was like, and I Googled it and it wasn't true. And I I just was like, dude, they've already been paid. You're lying. And of course, a million other people told the guy where to go. So bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) You're a bot. (laughs) Which they could be. Who knows? (laughs) It's out there. Probably Megan's sister. Probably. Yeah. One of her many, many bot armies. Jesus. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Anyway, enough about that. So are you working this weekend? um for new year's i i'm working new year's day are you so new year's day is sunday yeah yeah so i am working new year's day well that's the thing i always pick new year's day to work you know Mm -hmm. it used to be i only got one holiday out of the three thanksgiving christmas and new year's day now that i'm prn i don't even know if this is an actual rule but (laughs) allegedly i still have to pick a holiday i don't think i have to But I did just say I will work New Year's Day. Right. As since, you know, Maria's husband passed, you know, mm-hmm. we, it used to be a big deal for us for many, many years. We would all I know, you I know, cram in one of our houses. So, you know, we would alternate each year, my house and then their house. And we had a bunch of little kids. And, you know, so it's like we don't want to be out drinking or do anything crazy. So we would just make a big deal about it with us and the kids and we'd make food and have drinks and have fun and, you know, do the whole countdown and everything. And we'd all spend the night together at one of our houses. And, you know, that just, it's changed yeah. since past. I, I do hope to like, I want another tradition, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, I know that he would want that, mm-hmm. that it probably would upset him to think that we stopped doing it, you know, so, and everybody's getting older. The kids are getting older. Mm-hmm. You know, it changes. It was going to change eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would love to come up with something. I don't know what, you know, but just, just something. Maybe I don't know. something, we, maybe we all go away somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's hard though, because it's right after Christmas. Yeah, it is. It's like broken, busted. Yeah. <laughs> something you have to like plan a year in advance almost so that you well, can. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even have to be that big. I just right. feel like, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Something. Yeah. You know, maybe we, I don't know, plan something on New Year's Day or maybe plan something, yeah. you know. Just, I'd like to do something. But, you know, we've tried to, I think most New Year's Eves um, since he passed, Marie and I have ended up on the phone. Yeah. Together. And, you know. Okay, so one year in particular, <laughs> this was, I think, the second year after he passed. So it was the second New Year's. And I was working. And um, so I was like, you know, I can't stay up late and, you know, all that. And maybe it was the third year because I want to say it had been a second. You know, we had had a couple of New Year's and they both sucked and <laughs> whatever. So we... <laughs> I was drinking and Maria was drinking <laughs> at our own houses and the kids wanted to be on FaceTime together, you know, and still try to do it together. Like they always had. And next thing you know, me and Maria are on FaceTime <laughs> and we're both drinking. So it basically turned into like, we were together physically, but we weren't right. And before you know it, it's like, we're dancing. <laughs> we're crying we're it's like we're doing all the shit that we normally do listening to music you know i mean the whole nine the kids are like filming us <laughs> acting like buffoons and so that was very interesting the next couple of days to watch the videos of <laughs> did not stay up till midnight went to bed you know relatively like 10 10 30 Oh my God. The hangover <laughs> was the worst hangover I think of my life. And I had to go to work and I wanted to die. Oh and I was like, God. okay, never, ever do that again. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we had a good laugh, like, you know, days after where the kids are like, look at you guys. Like you were dancing. Look at that. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> so we, I am working new year's day. Okay. Long story short. So 
All right, let's talk about 2022. Oh. <laughs> what is your peak and what is your pit? Oh, my peak is my of course granddaughter being born. Yeah. I had listen, I had so many peaks this year. You know, it's hard to pick just one, but of course, the birth of my granddaughter, but you know, I've said this before on the podcast. This was the Martin family's year yeah of, nice. of highs and lows and and um new beginnings and you know we had a graduation from high school we had a sweet 16 we had a new granddaughter um you know so many things so so many things happen you know prom and there was a lot of just you know our daughter going off to college and you know, ending a relationship that she'd been in for a few years and just a lot of changes. You know, my father-in-law passing away, mm-hmm. I would have to say is, yeah, you know, gotta be the pit, you mm-hmm. know, for sure. Um, you know, but yeah, it was just a very, very full, you know, year. And, you know, I, it's life has changed. Mm-hmm. It was like life did this like total, 360 for us everything's different yeah. everything's different we don't have the same amount of kids in the house we don't we have a grandchild now we have you know it's like there's just so many new things that you know we're trying to be positive with most of it you know but yeah it's been a lot how about you you know I feel like like with you it was it was a really big year um as was full of a lot of a lot of change I would have to say my pit would be the falling out I had with my sister. Um, okay. You know, it's something that, you know, you think about it daily. And mm-hmm. so that was, you know, really heartbreaking. And my peak, oh, I don't know. Um, I started a new job, which is really promising that mm-hmm. I let, you know, I left the other one behind. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I. I. I honestly don't know what the why it was just in here, like shutting the door <laughs> and he's grabbing his junk and whatever. I'm like trying to talk about my peak and he's over there fondling himself. <sighs> there you go. There's my life in a nutshell. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as far as another pit, you know, you know, Carrie leaving the podcast was hard but you coming in and that was a peak so that made it better and so you know there's a lot of different personally you know and then my health my hip Mm -hmm. you know and I don't know my health has just been bad this year with my hip and everything so I don't know I, I can't I'll let you know when I come up with a peak so yeah. I mean, Ashton's doing well in school, so that's probably a highlight. And yeah, would it be superficial to say my new Jeep is probably the best thing that happened this year? No, <laughs> not at all. Sadly, not at all. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So my new job, probably. Listen, all years are not filled with things like my year was. I mean, yeah. Well, this year, we definitely... that will be us. That will be it for that. 2023 will be that for us with, you know. Yeah. Yeah. and god willing graduating and all that i guess i try to just um you know it was so hard to i didn't want to miss anything mm-hmm. you know and i it was hard though and it was hard not to just bull through you know just bully my way through the baby shower that was another big event you mm-hmm. know it just you know i think i did pretty good you know really trying to take it in but it was a lot and you know even the good stuff, it it can really break you down, you yeah. know, when it, it's just, but, you know, I always pray that God will keep my eyes open so I can see and I, and I don't miss the blessings yeah. that are coming my way. And yes, a new Jeep is a blessing. Okay. Like it, it's all good. You know, it's like you work hard and you're able to, you know, yeah. have the things that you want, you know, and it, pay, it pays off. And yeah. that's, there's nothing wrong with celebrating that in my book. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking, I'm hopeful for 2023, you know, I'm going to have surgery in February and hope I, my hope is that I'll be able to walk without pain and move around and things will go up from there. I, I, you know, Ashton's going to graduate in May and my brother's going to come home for it. And so, uh, you know, planning a party and all that stuff. So I really lot to look forward lot to. to look forward to in 2023 and, you know, hopefully put the other stuff behind us, you know, one foot in front of the mm-hmm. other as always. Absolutely. I, I don't, do you make any, I don't make any new year. I don't really make a new year's resolution. Do you? No, I used to kind of buy into that, you know, when I was younger and I actually gave a shit, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I do try to, um, you know, I always, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm always hopeful. I try not to put the pressure of a resolution because it's like, you know, when you don't do it, then you just like feel like crap and, you know, but there are things I want to work on, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm always hopeful that I will get better and I will grow and I will, you know, be able to overcome certain things. I mean, if I had to pick one thing, it would be my fear of driving. Yeah. You know, if if there's one thing that I wish or you know have the most hope for you know I definitely want to get this figured out so that I can you know reclaim that Mm -hmm. and you know and I it's funny because I saw um not funny but Oprah did like a little snippet I saw it on Instagram I should have shared it with you I'll have to find it and send it to you but it was someone that had quoted it to her Mm -hmm. and it was something about um wishing you a year without fear Mm. and it just touched me like you know that she that that was the specific message and I I heard it this morning and I thought huh you know like that's and it made me feel not alone it's like you know there there's so many people I think especially with the pandemic like we talked about earlier that we've had so many fears and anxieties that you know, I don't think we either we didn't have them before or we just weren't tapped into that like part of life yeah, or something. I think so I think it just changed. I mean, obviously our trauma and grief and and the people we've lost and you know that triggers that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think just the fragility of life, you know, yeah. going through we've we've all been traumatized with the pandemic and mm-hmm you know, with everything that's happened. So, you know, I just thought that was a really great message. And that is, you know, so not a resolution, but a hope for yeah. a year with less fear, right? with less fear and anxiety. Yeah. Would yeah. be nice. That would be. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, would, I would be too. I would be just dandy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So here's hoping. Here's hoping. Here's the hope. That's my word like Meghan Markle says she doesn't do a resolution she picks a word for the following year I guess mine would be hope yeah that that's right I remember that I liked that hope is a good one yeah yeah so I'll pick I'll say fearless and I will say hope <laughs> yeah we'll try it we'll try yeah. it on yeah we'll borrow each other's here and there there we you will. go there you go <laughs> well on that note we can put 2022 in the books. It's our last podcast of the year. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye.